This episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash SBFVGS. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover episode 118. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the platinum Paul Bunyan Lopez. (laughs) Tall tales for days. Most of those platinums. Did they happen? Probably not. My my favorite tall tale that we were telling about Mike is that uh, God of War platinumed itself when it was installed on Mike's hard drive because it knew. It knew the score. It knew. (laughs) <laughs> and that other voice you're hearing is David Cutting Edge Tate. Oh, oh, wait. Why am I, I feel cutting? Like, I feel like you're cutting edge because you're always playing the latest and greatest, always blazing the trail, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, it's more along the lines that I have a very short attention span and I'm just buying the new thing because I'm bored with the old thing, really. That's how it works. <laughs> understand well there you have it and and of course joining us later in the show we have super guest friend and renowned voice actor sissy jones yeah yeah very such famous the walking dead oh yeah uh the wolf among us uh she played delilah in firewatch um, firewatch i mean the list goes on i'm a big fan we're we're thrilled to have her Um, yeah stick around for that interview it is amazing and also i was very starstruck basically throughout the whole interview so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and this being the this episode actually comes out on april fool's day so <laughs> this, in your face sissy's not actually here no, yeah so <laughs> no no no. i mean that we're not we're not doing that kind of foolishness yeah. <laughs> we are we made something very foolish and ridiculous though oh, with man. with sissy and it will be in this episode you'll hear it later i have I'm, never <laughs> been more embarrassed <laughs> while recording an episode as i was when we made this stupid thing oh, very good. so fun oh so fun i'm i'm so excited for you guys to hear it so anyway the super best friends video game sleepover podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic mm-hmm. from the world of gaming but first gentlemen mm. what have you been playing at i would like to start if i may mm, okay no, robo sorry. david go for it veto Uh-oh. Am I am I still Robo David or am I better now? <laughs> I no, I'm sorry. You just you had a very weird inflection. Oh yeah, no, oh. Go, go for oh, it. Okay. Go for it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I like that I it's would... a sign that the immediate paranoia of this show, like whose internet connection is exactly. <laughs> well, Adam froze like within a second of us starting the episode, so I was already nervous. But am I still frozen? No, everything's good now. We're everything's all good right, now. Right, right. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh, I've been Edit playing. All this out. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been playing the Division two. Oh, nice. Very good nice. game. I beat yeah. I beat the main campaign and I'm still playing it, unlike Anthem. So that's Ooh, a good thing. Okay. In your face. No, I'm not. I In mean, your face, EA. That's what David says. I would still like to return to Anthem. Also, I'm still playing Apex Legends, so there's no in your face, EA, because they made Apex. But um yeah, the division two is really good. Uh the, there's a lot of stuff to do once you beat the game. Um I'm kind of grinding through world tiers, as they call them now. Um, oh, my. Basically, what happens when you beat the game is a whole new enemy faction rolls in mm-hmm. and takes over one section of the map, and you have to clear that section of the map, all the while getting new gear that makes you even stronger. Uh, and then you have to redo like one of their strongholds. Um, and then you progress to world tier two, and then oh, world nice. tier three and four. And then um, like a week after this episode airs, they're adding world tier five, and it will bring a new um, stronghold with it. So, like they're they're like keeping the uh, the content rolling on this. And That's it, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. There have been like secrets discovered in the game, and mm-hmm. like the community's like rallying together to figure out these like shoot this window in this order, like those kinds of secrets. And oh, weird. Um, yeah, it's it's really weird. It's it's really fun. It's a it's a crazy game. The story doesn't really make any sense. Your character is a silent protagonist, so you know you'll roll up to a cutscene. And just be grinning with your stupid sunglasses on that you put on yourself <laughs> and your trench coat or whatever you're wearing to fight the bad guys. But uh, it's fun. It's uh, it's scratching that destiny itch, which I'm not playing any destiny right now. So, right. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, but I've also I just picked up Borderlands 2 VR because it's on oh, sale nice. right now. OK, yeah. Uh, plus, there was a certain announcement that just happened that kind of so hyped me up for, for the VR version of Borderlands. So 
Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in there. I'm actually probably gonna do some VR streams because they PlayStation announced all kinds of VR games, and my VR streams have been my funnest streams I've ever done. So yeah, sure. Um, yeah. I'll probably do some of those, and uh, I'll let you guys know about that as yeah, that, we get closer. that would be awesome. I'm excited for those. Cool I love a good VR stream from old Mr. Tate here. <laughs> On cutting edge eyes, my googly eyes on my PSVR. It's really fun. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so let's see. What else have I been playing? Apex Legends. Um, mm-hmm. Still getting mm-hmm. the W's on that. Um, which Look that's out. that's you know that's code for winning. I win sometimes. Um, you win the chicken dinner. That's nah, what I, don't I hear. Think, I don't think they call it that in Apex. Yeah, you win the chicken dinner, and and then you build a cabin. I think in that game, right? Um, it's not too no. far off. I don't think so. I don't think that's right. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think that's it. I think that's it. I do think that's it. Do <laughs> I don't that's think it. that's it, but I, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what are you playing? Um, so I've got a, a, a pretty good variety uh, this time around. I picked up uh, Jackbox 5. Oh, nice. the rumor has it you're going to be doing a stream of that this week. Um, fingers crossed. Maybe. All my cross shows two up days after two days after this episode drops. Fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, you'll know if it happens or not because there'll be a tweet about it. That's um, right. But that's a good time. Mm-hmm. I've also been playing a Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines. Yeah. Um, so why ever would you be playing that <laughs> old game, so, Mike? Uh, this fifteen-year-old game uh, that pretty much died right after it came out and the company went out of business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're getting a sequel of all things. Um, that's wild. How which is, is absolutely even possible? Wild. Um, and, and even though I know, uh, you know, uh, a new rights holder essentially has that franchise and, and they've decided to do a sequel. I kind of think that's a mistake to take Uh-oh. something that didn't sell super well and then make a sequel of that. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Instead well, of just taking the property thinking? and making something new. Um, yeah. which is which is probably what they're doing i don't know if it's gonna be a direct sequel um but calling it um bloodlines 2 is probably a mistake yeah um, but we'll see i guess um but i'm always i'm always really fascinated by by games that are essentially tabletop games that get turned into like pc rpgs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the reasons i'm so like ecstatic about cyberpunk um besides the fact that it looks amazing yeah um i just oh, i like to see that level of interpretation and see how they handle it um vampire um i liked it when it came out uh back in 2004 um it does not hold up super well <laughs> <laughs> but it's still an interesting experiment and, and super ambitious for its time so i think it's worth checking out but yeah just cool prepare yourself for some of like the worst like 90s rock music oh man <laughs> well, i guess early 2000s rock music and um uh, a lot of dialogue. It's not super great anymore, but uh, it's amazing. You know. oh, isn't it, isn't it amazing when you go back uh, to, to see like how far voice acting and music has come in games. Oh yeah. Like, it's, it's yeah. so insane what we put up with back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, nowadays we get like full performance capture with like emotive, like acting, uh, you know, like mm-hmm. alongside sweeping orchestral scores that rival yeah. anything you've ever heard in a movie. Sure. Versus, yeah, and like the voice talent is is like Sissy Jones status. Yeah, you know exactly. Like, uh, that's all I'm saying. So, but uh, not, nothing like 15 years ago in PS1 games when you've got like that nothing to do and nothing to kill. Remember? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, remember that or classic the, or the gym? Daytona music? <laughs> yeah. Daytona. Oh man. That's fantastic. Like that. that is closer to 20 years, but, uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we could do a, a, a topic sometime on, on, on blood or sorry, not on bloodborne. I could do that one too. On bloodlines. Yeah. Um, I couldn't that game, help you. That game that has one. kind of a fascinating history. Yeah. Um, Sounds and cool. Last thing I've been playing, not a video game. Um, but monster crunch, the breakfast battle card game. <laughs> so what? Awesome. <laughs> This is a this is a uh, a tabletop card game where uh, I, I guess the best way I could describe it is like a mix between like Uno and Sushi Go. Um, I don't know the second one, but OK. It's, yeah, it's another really fun card game. Um, it's pretty wild and you get to pick your favorite cereal monster. Uh, you get to play as either Booberry, Frankenberry, <laughs> uh, Count Chocula, oh, uh, man. Fruit Brute or Yummy Mummy. Fruit brood, uh, I've never even heard of. <laughs> I know. I've I definitely heard of Count Chocula. Count Chocula, I feel like, had the best like market 
uh, saturation. Uh, yeah. I no, never liked Booberry personally, but I know Boo-berry. that Count Chocula, yeah, Count Chocula had the most. Everyone loves chocolate, right? So pretty much, yeah. I liked I liked Booberry the best. That's fair. Yeah. Adam, favorite cereal from that group? Um, Golden Grams. Golden That's Grams, not not, not one that, of the cereal monsters. But thank you for playing. <laughs> <laughs> what was the Golden Grams cereal monsters theme? Uh, like you know, you got you got Egyptian, you've got vampire, you've got Frankenstein. I uh, I would say maybe a dragon. He's de- defending a horde of golden grams. You oh get it? my okay. gosh! You That's nailed it. Dumb. You nailed off it. the dumb, baby. <laughs> this is why they pay me the big bucks, David. <laughs> That's what I've been playing. <laughs> All right. So I this is not a video game, but played a whole bunch of Settlers of Catan. Oh, what oh, do you man. think? I know this it game's is, been around forever. But. It is fantastic. And it is, it's so funny because you get so into it and you will find yourself saying things like, because you can do trades in the game for different resources and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you get so anxious and, and like, like <laughs> tense about like the thing that you need because, you know, the next turn could destroy you. So like, yeah. you're yeah. like, oh gosh, like, like. I'll, I'll trade you this sheep, you know, and, and the guy's like, I don't need sheep. I need wheat, you know, <laughs> it's like you find yourself saying these ridiculous things like this and it, it is so much fun. So, yeah, I highly recommend Settlers of Catan wow. um, in the video game realm, though. Oh, the realm of video games, the realm um, <laughs> I've been playing and this has taken over my house. Kingdom Hearts three. Oh, my goodness. So who would have thought who would have thought? But this game was donated by our faithful pal, Maya. So thank you, Maya. Thank you and, so much. Um, very yeah. generous. <laughs> very, uh, very much appreciate the game. So we, uh, I've been playing with the family. We're all, we're loving it. Mm-hmm. The story is completely bat poo insane. <laughs> Are you like, following it at all? So we, we, you did, we did watch some YouTube videos that were, it was like, <laughs> there's one in particular I recommend. Like it's the called story it. up till now. Yeah, it's okay. yeah. I'm trying to get a, a feel for the story up till now, and I believe it's called a good enough summary of Kingdom Hearts on YouTube. A good enough summary of Kingdom Hearts. Watch that because a, it's just hilarious. Because basically, <laughs> the the guy who was making this video sat down with a guy who like really knew Kingdom Hearts lore mm-hmm. and did a seven hour live stream. Oh my gosh! Of like going through all of it all of the games like not just mm-hmm. one and two but all the prequel games and the mobile games and the browser stuff anyway they got all the details hashed it all out into a timeline and so you can actually go watch that seven hour live stream it's ridiculous but they the video is is 20 minutes and so you can get a good enough summary Goodness. and it is hilarious but so we watched that and I felt like by the end, I kind of understood what was going on. Miraculously. Um, wow. Even, even though a bunch <laughs> of it is still super vague, like by, by their own admission. So, um, but yeah, so we got kind of up to speed uh-huh. and I'm jumping in. This is my first kingdom hearts game. I'm loving every minute of it just because <laughs> like the action's actually really fun. Like the, the gameplay yeah. is really fun. That's what um, I've heard. I've heard that the, uh, like the action, like you've got all these kinds of different combos you can, bust into different like modes of fighting or yeah. whatever like on the fly which sounds really yeah. cool. yeah and there there's you you unlock these different moves that are based on disneyland rides so like oh, you can yeah. swing a huge pirate ship around or like blast all the enemies with teacups and they just go like it's <laughs> it's a good time especially if, if you're a big disney fan so yeah um sure. yeah my wife is 100 percent in uh she's been playing a bunch my son's been playing so um yeah we're, we're having a good time with it so that's awesome um, I, I expect we'll re- an in-depth review soon <laughs> Yeah, we'll, I'll report back soon uh, with more details. But as of right now, we, we are enjoying it. Although my wife did say, there's a lot there's a lot of story in this game for a game where the story doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, I started cracking up. Is it, oh, yeah. that is the best quote. That should be on the back of the box. <laughs> Because there it is. I mean, it's very story heavy. It's a SquareSoft or Square Square Enix game. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving along. Yeah, that was that's uh, a good time. Good time. So, are you guys ready for the news? Mm. News. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. We have like forty-five stories to cover. <laughs> okay. We have such so, faithful pick, pick your news three posters. I love yeah, it. Yeah, we. We do have we do have a lot of uh, a lot of really great stuff here. So yeah, a lot of stuff um, 
I'm going to quickly mention a, a handful of cool just announcements. Um, we don't have to delve super deep into them, but okay. um, they're definitely worth looking at. So, Left 4 Dead creators Turtle Rock have announced a new co-op zombie shooter called Back 4 Blood. The number I'm very four. excited about that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that one looks pretty sweet. That looks like they're stepping back to the Left 4 for dead mm-hmm. uh, arena it's, so i think I'm, they're saying it's going to be a spiritual successor to the original left for dead um, that's awesome which is cool and i'm very excited because left for dead is one of my favorite valve games ever um, Super fun. yeah it's really fun it was i had a lot of fun times playing it with front of the show nick wagner and his girlfriend and uh just running through the levels many different times like branching paths uh, sometimes there'd be a horde of zombies in this location. Sometimes there'd be a horde of zombies in a completely different location. Just a lot of replayability in that game. And yeah. it's, it's, so I'm looking forward to some of the, some similar, you know, ideas in the new one that will keep it replayable and fresh. And, um, I'm very excited personally. Yeah, that is, that looks really cool. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, also, Cuphead has been announced to be coming to the Switch on April 18th. Wow, that that's is, really close. Very I cool. think that's a really smart move. I think it sounds like they probably had like an exclusivity window with uh, Microsoft. Um, either Microsoft has made this deal, you know, with them and and with Nintendo, you know, with all the new Xbox Live stuff coming to mm-hmm. Switch mm-hmm. Uh, as part of that, or you know, they had some kind of exclusivity window they could only you know, have it on Xbox for a certain amount of time. Yeah. But uh, regardless, that's good news uh, for the uh, MDHR uh, folks, because is that MDHR? MHDR? MDHR. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because um, I feel like Nintendo is such a perfect platform for Cuphead. Like everyone, like there's so many more hardcore platforming fans on that platform. I think it's basically the indie game platform a whole bunch of times. Platform, platform platforming platform. I just hope it finally comes to PS4 and then Mike can plat that platformer. You know what I'm saying? Mike could get himself a switch, which is the Vita two. And no. Okay. No, I've already got on PC. So, I mean, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. That's the real Vita. It's on a too. laptop, David. How more portable can it get? <laughs> well, maybe a little device that can fit in a pocket. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this... this Okay, so the day after our last podcast dropped, mm-hmm. um, Google decided to have this massive event and announce <laughs> yep. Google Stadia. How dare which they? Is, this is a, you know, a huge, a huge announcement. Google's getting into the video games business in a serious way. Yeah. Um, of course, it's all all data center hosted streaming, you know, game streaming. There's um, no console to speak no of. No console to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, they've announced it's 10.7 teraflop GPU compute cycle. Lots of flops. All the flops. Um, all the flops <laughs> to be had. Um, and then the they'll be selling the Google uh, Stadia controller. Which will, you know, sync to your Wi-Fi and allegedly have some kind of direct connection to the server you're playing on uh, to minimize input lag and all this stuff. So it remains to be seen, uh, like, how well it works, right? Yeah. I mean, they're uh, saying you only need 25 megabit down or 30 meg uh, for 1080p, 60 frames a second gaming or uh 30 megabit down for uh 4k gaming which is five you 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 just need five more megabits for 4k versus 1080p that doesn't make mm-hmm. a whole lot of sense to me it doesn't right the no. math doesn't add up no not even a little <laughs> bit uh i'm very skeptical of how good of an experience this will be um yeah google yeah. claimed that they were sending 60 frames per second in their project stream test uh-huh. Um, if you had a higher enough internet connection and I mean, my internet connection can do like a hundred megabits per second down, if not more. Um, and I only got to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey at 30 frames per second. So I don't know. Oh my gosh. Maybe New York's a bad spot for it. I don't know, but, um, I was not getting 60 frames per second. So sure. Yeah. I would love to see if they have some kind of beta, um, that is a little bit more, widely open yeah uh you know see what it looks like when there's a lot of people playing it Mm -hmm. at peak hours you know during the when the internet is being hit by netflix and your facebook everything else you know in your neighborhood i i just i'm curious to see like what the real world 
performance is. Yeah, I'm curious um, for that. I'm curious to see what kind of like input lag. You know, the Digital Foundry guys are going to be all over the input lag. Yeah. Um, I, so if you don't watch the Digital Foundry YouTube channel, they are super technical. They mm-hmm. like find all of these ways to like test and measure performance and uh they actually yeah, they found know their a, stuff they found a way to to measure google stadia performance or not stadia um project stream performance um and uh i don't remember the numbers off the top of my head but they had like conclusive like google project stream has this much more latency than playing on an xbox one x console which was a very interesting like yeah um it's it's just interesting to, to hear the numbers when you compare them to like a console in your home to a, a you know over the streaming so yeah um we're gonna i'm gonna keep an eye on that and it, whenever they post their google stadia stuff which obviously won't be until it comes out but um i'll definitely yeah. let, let everyone they they're, they're gonna they're gonna talk more in june about this and and they're also supposed to reveal what their revenue model is oh supposed yeah to be is it going to be like on live? It has to be like on live where you can either buy the game or rent the game. That's it's got to be that model. You can't yeah, charge. I, I, I would agree. I would agree. Because I mean, otherwise, where's the money coming from? Like if everyone's nobody's going to put their brand new game on. I mean, unless unless you're Google, right? Like Microsoft mm-hmm. does this with uh, with um, whatever Xbox, it's called. Uh, live. X, yeah. Uh, game no, pass? Not, we're not live. Uh, game pass. Yeah. Game pass. So they, they do it with game pass, right? They put their own games on there right away, but every, all the other games are older games that are, have been out for a while. They've been on sale. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, that's the only way I can see like a subscription model working. Um, but yeah, like if it, they're all cozy with Ubisoft right now saying like, Oh yeah, we're going to have Assassin's Creed on there and the brand new, um, you know, whatever the brand new AAA Ubisoft game is. And I just can't imagine Ubisoft saying, okay, yeah, we're going to try to sell this game on Xbox and PlayStation. And, but then like, yeah, 10 bucks a month or whatever, and you can play it on yeah, Google I Stadia. <laughs> like, I can't imagine yeah. that. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. It's got to be like on live. Yeah. But the problem will be if they, tr- if Google charges an access fee to have Google Stadia in addition to buying games, uh, I, I, I can't mean, imagine yeah. that would be very, uh, uh, like oh wait where do i sign up i have to pay monthly to pay play my game and also pay for the game you know like i don't think people yeah. are going to be signing yeah. up for that in droves i think well i think so the kotaku guys brought up some really uh interesting points on this they they were talking about the uh stadia being kind of like okay it's got it's got maybe a, a demand problem so you have mm. people with really amazing internet who are gamers who don't want to buy a console like mm-hmm. you, that might be a kind of a small market, you know, like most people probably will like, they like Xbox or they like PlayStation or they like Nintendo and they, they'll continue to buy those or products they like their PC. You know? or they like their PC. Right. And like, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I, I, I mean, I can understand for people who maybe want to like, or more casual, but then that's kind of a, an, a smaller market, you know, for, yeah, for for hardcore games, I'll say like a casual gamer who wants to buy a controller and play like you know a big open world game, you know for thirty hours or whatever. Yeah. You know, like I I just I don't, don't know. So. And then and they're talking about streamers and how you could be watching a streamer and then click on the button and go play the game. Like, and you could streamers, pick, off, pick up where they left yeah, off or whatever, you know, like, yeah, well, yeah. streamers don't want that. Yeah. They don't want you like leaving their stream to go play the game because there's a convenient link right there. Yeah, that's you know? true. They want people to stay watching their stream. They want and people watching the stream. Yeah. Sweet, <laughs> sweet ad revenue. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say, Mike? Oh, I, I was going to say, um, this be like the last two comments I make because otherwise this turns into a topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Is, I, I think the the idea here is is kind of like the idea with with mobile gaming or cell phone gaming, right? The, yeah. The possibility of a huge customer base, basically anybody who has Chrome installed, mm. is just so appealing. They feel like they have to go for this. So whether yeah. or not it'll be successful, we'll find out when they release their their revenue model in June. Um, yeah. You know, better know idea how they're planning to make money out of it. Yeah. Um, and that's the other problem, right? It's like Google is known for killing things that you love, oh, right? They're man. about to kill Google Inbox. My they killed Inbox. Off, oh, gosh. They killed Buzz. They killed uh, Plus. Or they're killing it. I don't know. There's. It's like everything that they do. If they don't see the return on it right away, and I, I get mm-hmm. it, they're a business. But sure. like, 
So, I mean, how confident are you to buy $60 yeah. games in this service mm-hmm. knowing that Google might just might well just be like, yeah, we're out. Yeah. Some, you know? <laughs> someday, like six months after you buy the game, you suddenly can't play it anymore. And there's literally nothing you can do about it. Yeah, that's yeah. Fun. The, I think the one really cool thing that was exciting, uh, well, though there's a couple of cool things, is that they were talking about, okay, you have 10, 10 teraflops, right, to work with uh, for your GPU, and but developers can actually tap into multiple instances if they want. Yeah. So they can make a game that uses three of these instances or four and make an insanely pretty game, or they could use... Like, here's the base game, and you want to do split-screen co-op? Okay, well, each one uses a dedicated instance, so you you can both... There's no downgrading graphics to play split-screen. Yeah, sure. that's, so that's pretty cool. I think those are really cool points. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it just remains to be seen. Like, what what is there an audience for it? Does the controller latency kill it? Uh, it does. Can you get the great frame rate that they are promising? Yeah. You know, it, it's we just got to see. We'll okay. see. And yeah. I think Adam used up all of his news time on single <laughs> Google Stadia topic. That's right. No, the product don't that sounds you worry. Like all natural. We, we got more time. Oh man! So <laughs> the last one. Just the last one here. Oh, two, two last oh, ones. Oh my goodness! No, just like five no. more last ones. <laughs> Just two more last ones. Um, so uh, Dreams PS4 early access release date has been revealed today. Uh, this is we're recording on Thursday the 28th, um, April 16th. So that mm-hmm. uh, you pay 30 bucks. They said basically all the creation tools are ready to go. Mm-hmm. And yep. so it's just the story part that they're still kind of finishing up. So the early access, it's limited. So get in quick if you want it. But April 16th, it's a Tuesday. Uh, you can buy in at $30 and then you get the story when it releases. Yeah. You get the full version later. So that's, that's cool pretty deal. awesome. I'm going to try real hard to get that and I'll just do dream streams because those are really fun. Yeah. 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 We're definitely, we're definitely getting in. So, um, and then the last one, the last, last one, um, <laughs> Amazon Prime now includes a free year of Nintendo's online subscription via Twitch Prime Rewards. Kinda. So... Kind of. So yeah, you have to, you, if they, you can't just sign up for one month and then get it for a year. You have to, you, you have to get the reward first, which is about, it's three months yeah, first, three months. I think. And then once you've done that, they'll give you the code for the remaining nine months. So they're, you know, they're, they're nobody's fool. But if you're already a Prime subscriber and you want to go over to twitch.tv slash SBFEGS and subscribe real quick, mm-hmm. yeah. and while then you're while, you're, well. while you're there, use that free Twitch Prime uh, rewards uh, list and, and pick up your, your Nintendo online. It's, that's 20 free bucks right there. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. If you already bought a year, it, this stacks. So don't you worry. Yeah. So I'm going to have two years anyway. really soon as soon as I get that code whenever that happens. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. All right, and that about wraps up the news. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did I do it right? That's David? exactly no. Well, you're close. <laughs> all right. Here's how. Here's how it really goes. Are you ready? Yeah. The it's been a while. <laughs> all right. That's, that's how you do it. All right. Yeah. Mike, yes. Would you please take us away with the tweets? My pleasure. All right. Okay, so we've got a few tweets here. I'm going to combine two of these right now because they're along the same topic. Um, Miss Maya of Kingdom Hearts Code Giving fame uh, <laughs> wrote in and said, "Hey, if you could get that Borderlands Three rundown, that would be great." Um, <laughs> that's an Office Space reference. Yeah, I didn't say it in the office space, right? That would be great. There you there go. There it is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Borderlands 3. Again, this is, you know, uh, Thursday, uh, March 28th. Um, Borderlands 3 just got announced today. It's mm. about you guys dang think? time. Are you excited? I am. Yeah. I, okay. So the trailer's Over really cool. Over one billion guns, David. Uh, that's a lot of guns. Over but, one uh, billion guns. I, yes. I, so many billions. I heard you the first time. Um, it's a lot of guns. <laughs> I, there's one thing I'm a little bit confused about. They, so they were like, we've been working on this for five years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, why does it look so much like Borderlands 2? <laughs> what it's, you, well, it's that stylized art style. I know, you know? but like, uh, you can't move away from that. I know. I, and again, we haven't seen a lot of the gameplay yet and we don't really know if it has any new features, what kind of new ideas it's bringing to the table. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, don't yeah. know if we're turning in 60 frames. Yeah, we don't know any we don't know anything. We don't even know the release date yet. 
So, um, but we saw some cool new characters in statue form. Yeah. Well, no, no. There, there's an actual no, there's... trailer that shows gameplay now, but okay. not a All lot right. of it. Um, I can tell you're excited, Adam, because you rushed out to see that trailer. Yeah, I have not rushed out to see the trailer yet, but <laughs> I, did, I did see the one with the statues and I was on board. Yeah. So here's the deal. I, <laughs> I love the Borderlands games. Borderlands 2 is one of my favorite games ever. Um, and so, of course, I'm going to play this game. I just mm-hmm. am really hoping that these five years are worth five years. You know what I mean? Like I want to see oh, some yeah. new, I want to see some new ideas. Give me, give me, give me something fresh. Give me, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe incorporate some of the cool games as a service stuff. That's been like, I don't force it on me. Like keep borderlands borderlands, but like, give me like a daily bounty to do, or give me like something to keep me coming back so that, you know what I mean? Oh. So I don't just like bust through the game and then that's it. You know what I mean? So you want this to be like a destiny borderlands destiny well, see, style destiny Two or destiny was already kind of borderlandsy. True. It, like it has the gun drops and the different loot tiers and it's got that Diablo esque, like I want to gear up and borderlands has yeah, that, that as well. It definitely it pre- presents a new wrinkle. Are they going to feel that industry pressure to change it into something more like that? A shared world shooter instead of like a co-op deal. Well, they're essentially the same. I, but wouldn't it be cool to like be running around doing a mission and like you are, you're in like a shared space and like suddenly you see this other group of people running around doing something. Maybe there's like a world event that you all do together. That'd be no, cool. I say that's, no, I, I say that. that's dumb. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, just I can't I'm argue sure. with bad opinions. You know, like, <laughs> Travis sure Roberts also wrote in and said, first, how excited are you for Borderlands three, which I feel like we answered. And yeah. the second yeah. question uh, was, what's your prediction for a release date? Mm. Um, I'm actually going to steal Travis's uh, prediction for this. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to say September. September. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that was Travis's uh, prediction. And I was going to say September. Oh, you were going to say so September. I think, I think it's a golden... Because you, you want it to be... Somewhere near the fall, right? Yeah, but you sure. don't want to be in the thick of it. You don't want to be October. Nobody wants to be there. Somebody's got to be you there. Know? Somebody's <laughs> going to be there. Plenty you know, of people will. That's when I was born. That was my release yeah. date. I know. Your release date is awfully crowded now. <laughs> <laughs> so also October. I think more people are are shooting for earlier and earlier, right? Looks like so September seemed to be a really great uh, window for like Metal Gear Solid Five back when that happened. Mm-hmm. Destiny. Yeah, the new they always IPs release in September. Or, ish or ips that need a little bit more breathing room mm-hmm. you know are now sure. being pushed to the spring or earlier in the fall or even late summer so what comes out in august anything i don't know mm, i can't like remember stuff? okay you're August. <laughs> probably sports stuff because i don't know sports stuff maybe okay <laughs> just go to sportsstuff.com sportsstuff.com for all your sports stuff needs um i really like this question so uh, I don't know if you guys are, are big fans of the Mortal Kombat franchise, but uh, they've got the new Mortal Kombat 11 coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, I'm seeing videos and, and trailers all the time. Uh, very popular game. NTFTT pod wrote in and said, if you could have one Mortal Kombat fatality, what would it be? So can I choose like an, an animality or a I'm, babality? I'm going to say yes. Okay. They're not not a technically babality. a fatality, but it's good enough. Uh, I'll take an animality and I would like the ability <laughs> to turn my opponent into a panda. Okay. Just, Oh my, that's how I, that's how I finish like, them. Are we talking like a world of Warcraft panda? No, no, I just a normal, it's a huge, like a realistic like a, like panda. A Kung Fu panda. No, a Kung Fu no, panda. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no yeah, Jack yeah, Black, yeah. no Jack Black going on. Uh, just a regular panda, maybe a sneezing panda. What does the panda do? He sneezes. And he scares his cub. <laughs> Have you guys seen that viral <laughs> video? Yeah. 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 So that's it. That's, what that's you, mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like mine would be... Um, my my fatality would be I would have the ability to magically make someone play the PS3 game Naughty Bear for <laughs> 20, 20 hours until they died of boredom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is that game? <laughs> it's a it's a really bad game that came out last year. I think it was on 360 also, yeah, it was, but it was, it was uh, pretty bad. Yeah, it was a uh, it's a game Famously where you you 
you're like a, a teddy bear and you're tr- you you've been shunned by the other teddy bears and now you're going on a, a murderous rampage oh i know it now i remember and the it's cover so so buggy people falling through the world you know like almost unplayable wonderful yeah. 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 Yeah, that's good. How about you, Mike? So that's clearly that's Adam and I don't play a lot of Mortal Kombat. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um yeah, I haven't played Mortal Kombat in a really long time. Really really not since two. Um, so I'm old. Um I think, I think my fatality would be to uh to go back in time when my opponent is like maybe eight years old. Oh my god. And just stare at him and be like, you know what? Your nose is pretty big. Whoa. <laughs> And then I'll just leave, and then they'll just you give them a complex for the rest of their lives. <laughs> true, that's good. That's so cruel. I'm not so saying cruel. that happened to me when I was a kid. Just saying it's a pretty <laughs> cruel thing to do. You're saying to someone time traveled back in time to you and just said that to you and then left? No, I didn't. I didn't say that. Oh, okay. and just soon saying, you'll die of it. I'll die of the shame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ruben Ramon Ruben wrote in and said. Uh, what games do you guys play together? Oh, I don't know if I've heard you talk about this or if I'm just a little behind. Um, sincerely, L. Kylo Ruben. It's um, been a while, but we we played some Jackbox together. Yeah, we did play some and Jackbox we're going to do together. it again uh, on this Wednesday. I'm hyping it up right now. Very, we're, very oh, possible. We're doing could, it. Could Here happen. we go. Nothing could stop it. Nothing could stop it. Not much. <laughs> Uh, and our final Twitter question comes from Gameskeeper Mike, and he asked, "Does Mike have the Ninja Stars to take on Sekiro?" I think he's referring to your nipples, Mike. I, obviously, what? clearly. Why? Everyone knows when someone says, "Do you have the Ninja Stars for it?" They're talking about your nipples. I don't usually make that connection, but I'll let yeah, I'll, well. I'll leave it to you guys. <laughs> I don't. Maybe I just don't know. Um, and the answer is yes. I, I think this game looks really good. In fact, I might buy yeah. it tonight. Whoa. Oh, is yeah, that the new I've From Software it. game that you're talking yes, about? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, it looks so, so good. I've been watching uh, Miss Maya and and her boyfriend, the cooperatives, mm-hmm. uh, playing it on their Twitch channel. So you yeah. should check that out. It's really good. Very entertaining. It looks brutally hard, mm. but also looks like so much quicker movement than even Bloodborne, which was, you know, by comparison, super quick compared to Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. So, Supposedly, uh, this looks... is the most accessible game that they've made from it what looks I hear. fantastic yeah. yeah i'm really tempted to dive into i just i'm trying to control myself because yeah. i have i want to buy i want to buy new guitar effects and stuff instead of video games yeah i, I gotta well, play all the, these the wrong podcast my friend <laughs> this is now the guitar effects podcast oh, Adam, let's talk about what's what's that let's new talk, no don't let's oh, all, man. Don't really do it i'll, I'll tell you right no, now no, no, that's no, no, that's no. Strymon, that's Strymon timeline delay Whoo-wee. i know that that's is. expensive is that but for video it's editing? pretty sweet no, no, no. Timeline delay. It's for making cool echoes and stuff. Oh, David, but, come on. But what's the timeline? That's the Radiohead wouldn't have gotten far in this business without some echoes. Mm. That's all I'm saying. That's true. Mm. Failure, <laughs> failure wouldn't either. Uh, yeah. Who else wouldn't? I don't know. This is not what this podcast nope. is about. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then the tweets. Them's the tweets, and you didn't even struggle to read them. I'm so impressed. I'm a little disappointed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll try less hard next time. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right, you guys. Patreon. 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 So, of course, if, if you don't want to hear us talk about Patreon, you could always back us on Patreon right. where we edit out the Patreon yeah, ad. there's no Patreon <laughs> ad at all if you subscribe. What is it? What tier? At the $1? Yeah. Yeah. yeah $1. Any Patreon uh, subscriber. Yeah. Yeah. So... There you go. There you go. But yeah, one dollar will get you early access to episodes, uh, typically one to three days early. Uh, Two dollars will get you access to our Patreon exclusive minisodes, which we're recording a new one tonight. Mm-hmm. Look out! And then, of course, five dollar tier gets you the video archive and live streams of our recording sessions. You can go back, of course, watch the older episodes. Now it's a video podcast just for you. Yeah, just, just for you it's, guys. It's private. It's Love intimate. It. You can be watching live while we record it, interacting with us, chatting with us if you like. It's a good time. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, more glorious tiers uh, as well if you want to support at higher levels, gift bags, exclusive t-shirts, all kinds of stuff. So mm-hmm. hit us up, patreon.com slash SBFVGS.
For the main event this episode, we're joined by voice actor extraordinaire. With such credits as The Walking Dead, Life is Strange, Firewatch, Destiny 2, and most recently, Darksiders 3, Sissy Jones. What? Thank you for being Hi. here. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being on. Clapping. Yep. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. It is, uh, it's an honor and a privilege. Well, thank you so much. It's, it's, nice to, it's nice to be here. I feel fancy. <laughs> As you should, I think. <laughs> All right. So just to get kicked off here, um, could you talk a little bit about how you first got into uh, voice acting for games? Yeah, um, it was sheer dumb luck. And <laughs> so uh, I actually have a business degree and a Spanish degree. Oh. Um, I do not have a long, long acting background, but I was working in the Silicon Valley for about 10 years uh-huh. and um, hated my life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, no. I've, I've uh, heard just, that. <laughs> I've heard yeah, that before from other people. It just wasn't for me. I mean, I, listen, I had some really great experiences and I met some great people, but mm-hmm. I just felt like a square peg in a round hole. So mm. um, I went out. Uh, on a trip with my now husband and we were talking about um, dream jobs and and I was like I've always wanted to be a voice on like The Simpsons or Family Mm -hmm. Guy but you know you you probably just got to live in Hollywood Mm. I didn't even know it was called voiceover and then uh, about two weeks later I was getting ready for work one morning and Nancy Cartwright who is Bart Simpson Mm -hmm. uh, was on the radio to promote The Simpsons movie and she started talking about voiceover and how it's this incredible job and oh by the way there's a voiceover school right nearby and I uh, yeah I Started. I called that day, and I started taking classes that week. And uh, two years later, I had an agent, and uh, I quit my job. And my second audition was Katya as the Walking Dead in the Walking Dead. And, wow. oh, and I booked it. That's no, I'm sorry. Yeah, my second audition was my first job as Katya. Uh, wow, my first awesome. voiceover job. Yeah, it was That's great. Incredible. Yeah. That is really cool. So, yeah, I was going to ask you about that because Katya in the Walking Dead has that subtle Belgian accent. Uh, how many Jean-Claude Van Damme films did you have to watch to really prepare? <laughs> don't ask questions you don't want to know the answer to. <laughs> no. Can um, you still do the accent? Is, do mean, you just have it right there at the ready? Listen, if you want to talk about what it means to have a very light accent, sometimes you just walk around and you talk about certain things like being in the booth and seeing the sound panels and the light. <laughs> It's just a little bit different when you talk. Yeah, I, I I used to walk to my sessions and I'd be like, oh, look at the bus stop. I wonder where the bus is going awesome. today. I love it. Just like getting just yourself really in, in character. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it. great. It oh, was that great. is awesome. And so you, you played multiple roles um, in The Walking Dead Season 1 and in the DLC. I mean, is that pretty common for you? Do you find yourself playing multiple roles a lot? Uh, yeah, most times. That one was particularly special um you know i i'm so grateful for all the work i got to do for telltale god rest their 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 souls um yeah, but uh yeah. yeah i it was such a fun experience and all of those characters were so three-dimensional i mean you know in in darksiders obviously i play fury and i also play like human female right and she's like no <laughs> right. don't hurt me ah. and like there's there's no dimension to her right uh-huh. it's right. just like fearful um roger craig smith i don't know if you know him but he plays a, mm-hmm. another f- human in the game who becomes so afraid he just farts <laughs> so if you that's haven't played role, darksiders 3 i feel play like it that's just the role i was born to play <laughs> that is actually he, like he does this thing I, with his hands so he's um, like oh, uh, oh god don't hurt me that's amazing oh, gosh well now i have to play that game uh, i guess that is fantastic <laughs> So, um, I mean, really it was your role as Delilah on Firewatch that kind of made me a fan of yours a couple of years back when I played that game. And I'm just curious if you can tell us a bit about the approach to the voiceover sessions for that project. God, it was a dream. It was such a dream. Um, so I had met Sean Vanneman and Jake Rodkin, uh, who created Firewatch. I met them, uh, via The Walking Dead and, um, Sean wrote Katya based on someone he knew from his childhood. And so he was like, mm-hmm. how did you get that accent? <laughs> <laughs> so he called me um, about two years after that and said, hey, I've left uh, Telltale starting a new thing, writing a new game, female protagonist. Mm-hmm. Are you in? And I was like, mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it took him a while to find their Henry. And then they finally did in Rich Summer, of course. Mm-hmm. And what Sean did, um, which was so amazing, was – 
he had me in this studio right here mm-hmm. and Rich in his home studio. And then he Skyped us in just like we're doing right now. And we actually recorded it as a conversation. Wow. Which for a really game cool. that relies so much on believable dialogue to actually have it be a conversation, um, you know, that's what made the game. Yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. The interactions were like super believable in, in that game in, in particular, just like I, there was just chemistry between, between you two. And yeah, uh, like that was like, that was what the whole game hinged on. So yeah. Yeah. It was really, it was really unique and really special. And, you know, I've been doing video game voiceover now for what, nine years. And that is, there's that. And then I did um, Batman Arkham Knight where I got to be in the room with uh, Maurice Oh, nice. LaMarche. Who, oh, man. Uh, Maurice LaMarche. Who I was like, oh, my God, you're the dude, yeah. the voice of my childhood. He's the um, brain. <laughs> Pinky in the brain. It's the brain. Yeah. Yeah. Amongst a thousand other things. Yeah, well, um, yeah. Everything yeah. But those, else too. those are the only two times I've I've been able to do an ensemble recording session for a video game. Wow. Just doesn't happen. Because most is it most times you're you're solo, you're just you're in the studio, you do your part and then you hear it all assembled later. Yeah. I mean, oh, OK. You know, we'll have a director, hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. someone who has a grasp of the script and the story, right? Um, but never other actors, which I, I really would love to see change. I think it's mm-hmm. it's it just creates such a different dynamic. And, mm. you know, it doesn't sound like if someone says a line that's like, you know, wow, look how beautiful it is out today. It sure is. You know, like it doesn't make sense if it doesn't match. The energy, you know, so right. to have it right, so to yeah. have it match and actually be the same tone. You know, I don't understand why it's not done more and I certainly hope that changes. Yeah. My favorite yeah. thing this is a little side of it. My favorite thing that happens in video games is when you can tell two lines that are right next to each other were clearly recorded by the same actor or actress, but like clearly recorded like at a different session. It's like different days. We need to go over here. That's what we call. (laughs) Yes. That's what we call the Franken edit. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, is it difficult to kind of bounce back and forth between Horsewoman of the Apocalypse before lunch and then doing <laughs> VO for a grocery store like right after that? <laughs> uh, not at this point. I mean, okay. so the, the thing about voiceover that I love so much is that every day is different, right? It, yeah. It, this morning, uh, you know, I did uh, I did Ralph's and then I had a little video game session and then I had a trailer session and then I had a like a sound alike, right? So it's, it's, it's completely different and it changes mm-hmm. every day. And because they're all such different parts of the industry, it's like learning to flex a new muscle, right? So Mm. once you get used to flexing the muscle, it's not as uh, challenging to just drop into it anymore. Yeah. Because it was for a little bit. (laughs) I was like, what am I? Ah!" Like a learning curve when you first were getting into it. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There was a time too, right after I booked Ralph's where, um, you know, because Ralph's is real perky and like, stop by Ralph's this week for (laughs) broccoli, only $2.99 a bunch. (laughs) And it's this real like, you know, Perky announcery, like, and, and everybody else wants conversational, so they want like, come to Lazy Boy and find the raddest seats you can find, <laughs> whatever or don't, I don't care, or right? Not. So, it, so it was, it was a little oh bit strange to go from like Perky sales lady to like, I don't care if you do this or not, but whatever. <laughs> that's so, amazing. Yeah, uh, that's my life, fantastic. guys. My life. It's, it's a uh, fascinating life. It's it's one I've been interested in. Not for oh, yeah. not for doing for myself, but like I just I kind of just follow voice actors like, you know, like I knew who Maurice Marsh was. I love Billy West um, and my I'm blanking right now, of course, right Rob in the Paulson moment. The only two he's ever heard Phil of. Lamar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yeah. 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 So like unless we not forget the ladies, you right. know, mm-hmm. Brenda Lyle, Candy Milo. You know, Debbie Derryberry, Tara Strong, of course, you know, there's a lot of really incredible women out there, too. Oh, for sure. Um, um, Femshep, I'm trying to remember her name right now. Jennifer Hale. Jennifer Hale. Yeah, Yeah. Jennifer Hale. She's awesome. So interestingly, uh, Jennifer and I, along with another uh, voice actress named Sarah Elmale, who worked in Tacoma and um, most recently Anthem, I believe, uh, Mm. we started a a service for game devs to do scratch for their um, games to make sure their dialogue is working. Oh, that's cool. Cool. Yeah. So it's, it's the three of us and then about 15 other voice actors that we kind of keep, um, on the download their names because we don't want people to feel left out or anything. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, devs can, can go through our website and, and call us to, to do scratch on their, 
all wow. the stuff to make sure that their dialogue's landing. Yeah. That's cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Now, do they have the option to like, if they're like, wait, we really like this performance. Like, is there like something like, well, just we, you can use it or something. There sure is. Well, they can't use that. Like right, we can't right, record that. Right. But but if they like the performance, they can certainly hire us. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's I like <laughs> yeah. it. That's a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I imagine being a part of so many unannounced projects all the time, you'd have to be pretty good at keeping secrets. Is that, <laughs> is that the case? Supposedly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I you mean, do. I hear, I, well, some people are better at it than others, I've heard. I, like, oh, I mean, I will tell you, my superpower is forgetting. Oh, like people, okay. people yeah, on Twitter will be like, hey, I heard you in this game. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm not in that game. And they'll send me a, a clip of it. And I'm like, look at that. I'm in that game. Like, <laughs> what do you know? Literally, my, I forget my auditions. I forget my sessions because otherwise, you know, auditions is one thing, you know, because we do so many. It's just yeah. throwing spaghetti against the wall and you either hear back or you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then sessions like, yeah, it could go great. They still might recast you. You yeah. never know. So it's like, just just let it go. Yeah. You cash the paycheck when the paycheck comes and just mm-hmm. on to the next. <laughs> huh. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, this does sound like a superpower, especially that's, that's a pro tip. Well, yeah. especially yeah. when you have NDAs, like um I don't I don't ever forget like I, I work in an industry where I have to sign NDAs and stuff too, and and I I just never forget and I just want to tell everyone everything. Like uh <laughs> like uh yeah. I worked on season two of Jessica Jones as a visual effects like uh wow. guy and like I knew spoilers about it and I just saw the internet <laughs> like speculating and speculating, you know, and I <laughs> had to like just Basically, I hid Jessica Jones on my Twitter timeline because yeah. I had to like resist. <laughs> like, well, listen, Twitter is basically a cesspool of doom anyway. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, totally. I mean, you know, there was a, there was a period when we were recording Firewatch that you know they would go six months without reaching out to us, and I was like, "Have I been recast? Oh my God. Oh my Did they not like me for Delilah?" I mean, you just go through all this like crazy self doubt, and then it's yeah. like Jones, just just move on. Just yeah. you're fine. You're okay. You know? Yeah. But, you know, nature of the job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of curious. So um, what role would you kind of look back on and say was the most challenging role you've ever done? Most challenging role I've ever done? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I haven't been challenged in a way that has terrified me. Hmm. I mean, Delilah no, was... Delilah was um, a little scary just because I'd never been a lead before. Oh, um, and so okay. there was a lot riding on it. You yeah. know, there, mm-hmm. like the night before it released, I was so barfy. Like I couldn't <laughs> eat. I like I was I was petrified to look at my phone. I, you know, I knew the reviews were going to start coming in. And I was like, mm. what if they hate me? You yeah. know, and just like rocking slowly in a corner by myself. Um, so, you know, it's they all come with their different baggage you know it's the yeah. same with same with darksiders 3 i was like oh i hope people like it and some did and some didn't you know yeah. um but yeah it's uh yeah i don't know if that answers your question but <laughs> yeah no definitely <laughs> yeah it makes sense. so yeah what would be if you had to just pie in the sky this thing what would be your dream project to work Ooh. on which aspect of voiceover um uh, in, in the games Ooh. world in the games world in games because I will tell you, my goal for 2019 is to book the trailer campaign for Wonder Woman 2. Whoa! Um, I am tired of men doing all the trailers. Yeah! It's my turn. I agree, yeah. actually. I like it. So yeah, that's, why not? That's, that's my big pie in the sky right now. I want to shatter the glass ceiling of women in trailers. Yeah. Um, video games, I mean, look, I'd love to see like a Jane Bond. I'd love to see yeah. just, a, just a tough broad who doesn't rely on sexuality to get things done she's actually Mm -hmm. resourceful and um supportive of other women and other people not just Mm -hmm. women but like you know she's just a a, a cool resourceful chick i'd love to see that and yeah we're seeing more of it Mm -hmm. but i want to (laughs) see i want to see more than one woman on the screen at any given time yeah right now it's like there's one yay we did it we met our quota (laughs) quota achieved (laughs) and that's that's not enough yeah it's not enough yeah. So, yeah, I mean, listen, I love my job. I love the work that I get to do every single day. And whether it's a grocery store or Darksiders 3 or trailers or, um, you know, a 
narration. I, I'm so happy. I love doing <laughs> what awesome. I'm doing. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That's a really cool goal. I, now, now I'm like going through my head like, yeah, it is all dudes doing the, the movie trailers, isn't it? Yeah. I it's did, just, it's I like did, movie phone guy. And who else? Like yeah. nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I did three trailers last year and I'm known as one of the only women working in trailers. Oh, that's right. Wow. I did three trailers. That's all awesome. Last year. Well, yeah, it should have been more. Yeah, um, it should yeah. be more you know, for I, sure. I, I did uh, one campaign. I recorded 50 spots for them. And the week before it was set to drop, uh, they just decided to get that guy that does The Bachelor. And it was mm. gone. Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, boring. It just happens. But, not, you know, not Chris Harrison. Uh, I don't know. No, the, the promo guy. <laughs> oh, the promo guy. Okay. Yeah. I just needs a name to be mad at right now. <laughs> ah, Harrison! I just, I just feel like Chris Harrison's not here for the right reasons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Totally. Who is, who is this? Who's Chris Harrison? I, I've never seen an episode of The Bachelor, so I have go. no idea. I'm oh, guessing yeah, neither, Adam has. Neither have I, you guys. Oh. Neither have I. Lies. <laughs> you and your lies. You sleep in a bed of lies. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, <laughs> could you talk a little bit about your work as a celebrity sound alike? Because this oh, is a thing until recently I did not know even existed. And so, it's I'm the greatest segment of the business because it's like 30 seconds, boom, 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 and like paycheck. Yeah, um, that's amazing. It's amazing. So basically, when the, when a movie is made, you know, they make a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, right. <laughs> and then they do the trailers. Uh-huh. Like they try to tell a little mini story in the trailers, right? But mm-hmm. oftentimes the lines don't exist in the movie that they need for the trailer. Mm. But they're not going to oh. hire the celebrity to come in for like ten million dollars and be like, "We should go there." Instead of, "Oh my <laughs> god, did you go there?" Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so they they farm out soundalikes. Huh. Um, so I come in and do Charlize Theron for Atomic Blonde or The Huntsman or like whatever she's working on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm her sound alike. I do Emma Thompson, Penelope Cruz, Rebel Wilson, uh, oh, wow. Blake Lively, Gina Rodriguez. Um, huh. I did, uh, 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 Nicki Minaj one time, which is Whoa. super weird. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I mean, it's. It's great because it's it's a really small segment of the business. Not a lot of people get into it, which is so. Don't go get, don't go getting into it, I'm giving away my secrets. Um, but it's just really it's really fun, and you meet really cool people. That's yeah, cool. in all parts of this business. Well, um, I mean, I, it's great. I apologize because I kind of have already gotten into this business. Um, Damn it! I'm a, a bit of an Arnold sound alike. I, I don't know. So I mean, I think. <laughs> Oh, I oh! I, I I do think he he maybe has a higher opinion of himself than uh, than is warranted. It's no, no, it's not great. It's not, it's not great, but it's fun. Way to sell it, Adam. That's that's the yeah. important part. So you know, I'll just say I, I happen to be working on a project. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a romantic comedy. Go on. Starring Emma Thompson and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and 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 I was wondering if you might be able to, you know, do the stand-in for Emma for the trailer. Well, I I I I, I suppose. <laughs> oh, Emma's here! So cool. I didn't even, I didn't even realize that. This is fantastic. So, all right, I say let's get into this thing. All right, <clears throat> Mike. Well, Mike is going to be our narrator. Okay, yeah, I'm this sorry. Coworker, David, can you cover coworker? Okay. And Gary, please. Gary. Do I have to do two different voices? I absolutely yeah. do. Yes, yes, please. Oh, man. Oh, man. Welcome to my world, sucker. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> You'll never make it this biz, David. You can only do the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, and of course, you are, you're playing Mary. Mary. So, Yes. <laughs> so here we go. Mike, please, would you take it away? Yeah, don't worry. We'll get someone to overdub this later so it sounds good. Yeah, and I'm gonna put I'm gonna put sound effects and music. It's gonna be it's gonna be glorious. Oh, I'm psyched. Okay. You guys All ready? Right. Yes. Uh, okay. no, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Suck oh, it up, and man. At, and also you're playing Chaz at the end, David. Oh right, yeah. I, I know about Chaz. <laughs> Chaz is the only one I do know about. Okay. Okay. Chaz. Okay, I have to get into my space. Hold on. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. I don't know why I'm nervous. No one's going to hear my part. 
We're going to get some really good job. Yeah, I was thinking either we're going to get our buddy with a super deep voice to read the narrator parts. I think, I think it's a good Wait, call. let me read it. Oh. It should be a woman, yes. right? Okay, here we go. She was a no-nonsense executive in the big city, looking for love in all the wrong spreadsheets. When are you going to get out there and meet someone, Mary? You work too hard. You deserve a little fun. I have my books. Besides those, I don't have much use for fun. And he was an aging romance novel cover model, looking for someone to share in his next chapter. I'm a hopeless romantic, Gary. The key word there is hopeless. You spent so many years carrying those ladies on your book covers, you never stopped to think maybe you needed someone to pick you up. But a chance encounter is about to turn the page for both of them. I can't believe I let you drag me out to a karaoke bar. <laughs> I need you to see this. Oh, oh, I look just like Buddy Holly. Oh, oh, in your Muri Tyler Moore. That was wonderful. I never knew Weezer could sound like that. I'm Antoine, and I would love to sing for you again sometime. I'd like that. I'm Mary, and you look so familiar. Muri? No, no, it's it's Mary. Muri. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And they're about to discover that sometimes fate has a way of surprising us with discoveries that make us start discovering so many new discoveries. Oh my God, Jenna! He's on the covers of probably a dozen of my old books. Academy Award winner Emma Thompson. You're certainly unlike anything I could have expected. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Muri, come on! Let's get out on the dance floor and get down. Owen Wilson. Well. In flexible hearts, coming soon. It's amazing. Scene. <laughs> well, look for flexible hearts in theaters in uh, 2020. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you so oh, much. Gosh, thank you. That's it. Amazing. Uh, see, this is why this is why you bring in the freaking pros because yeah, because <laughs> this he nailed it, and it's the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> <It's so good. laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing I could have sent you. The discoveries. <laughs> I love it. I love the it. Discoveries. I think you got a future in this business, kid. <laughs> I think I think we we got to go out on a high note. I think yeah. we peaked. I think I think that's it. This is the last episode of the SPF BGS. Oh my gosh, I have tears. Peak podcast. In my eyes. <laughs> Oh gosh! So, Sissy, thank you so much for being here. It has been a blast. Thank you guys and, for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and um, so where can people keep up with you online? Uh, you can find me on the Twitters, that glorious cesspool of Twitters, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or on Instagram. Actually, uh, I'm uh, Sissy Speaks on both of them. Cool. Awesome. Um, I don't do much with my Facebook page, and uh, I have a website, just sissyjones.com. But that's all it. right. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Definitely go you therefore and follow Sissy on the social medias. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you guys. All right. That was amazing having Woo. Sissy on. What a privilege. I was uh, starstruck the Sissy. whole time. Seriously. Yeah, it, was, it was fantastic. Yeah. It was an awesome, awesome interview with her. Um, um, also, how about that course, uh, silly, ridiculous thing that we just played for you guys? So <laughs> so here's the thing. In, in the movie trailer, at one point you hear Arnold singing some karaoke (laughs) and i actually went ahead and i I recorded arnold singing the entire song in karaoke so i'm also also going to make that available exclusively on the patreon nice go go to patreon.com slash spfvgs to pick that up you can hear Um, him singing the entire buddy holly by weezer in the vocal stylings <laughs> yeah. of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's so it's, stupid. It's wonderful. So, <laughs> All right. So uh, make sure, of course, you check out our pals at the Reformed Gamers podcast. The, of course, featuring friend of the show, Logan Sharp. Um, they do run a delightful podcast over there mm-hmm. um, at TRG Podcast on Twitter. You can find them. So 
Check them out. It's a good time. Uh, you can keep up with us at sbfvgs.com. You can find links to our episodes, social media, Twitch channel, merchandise, and more there. And of course, if you want to see us doing more content, making more cool things, back us on Patreon, patreon.com slash sbfvgs. You can subscribe on twitch.tv slash sbfvgs. And then while you're there, pick up that Nintendo, that free year Nintendo. Yeah, why, not? why not? Nintendo Online. Yeah. Um, or, you know, if you don't have the ducats, don't worry about it. Just... Bring a friend next time. Yeah. Tell a friend. Tell a friend about you your know? favorite you... podcast, Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover. And then they'll look <laughs> yeah. at you and they'll say, what? Yeah. <laughs> what did you just uh, go say? On, say uh, <laughs> go on iTunes I, and tell all your best friends. Yeah. Leave a five-star yeah. review. There, you, there go. you go. There you go. I feel like the best way is like you say, you've never heard of the Super Best Friends <laughs> Video Game Sleepover <laughs> podcast. You know, make it, make them feel the anybody shame. And then anybody <laughs> listens to the Super Best Friends <laughs> Video Game Sleepover yeah <laughs> so a very special thanks to eric krueger for our podcast logo and for his handsome face mm-hmm. 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 and of course you can follow us on twitter at sbfvgs podcast i'm on there barry white that's b-u-r-y-w-i-t-e mike is taco douglas david is david j tate sissy is sissy speaks that's with a c c-i-s-s-y speaks so and feel free to uh, send me a PSN friend request. I'm Barry White on there as well. I'll be playing Kingdom Hearts probably for the rest of our days, though. So uh, there's no multiplayer on there. But who knows? Who knows? So anyway, that's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 118. Thank you for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more ridiculous, ridiculous podcasting and talk on gaming. <laughs> Hit us up with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. See you guys. I knock on the door, then a big bang is down on the floor. Oh no, what do we do? Don't know. Now by the last one.